Dad, I have a question. Is the U.S. going to, into a recession? Hi, everybody. I'm Spencer. And I'm Luke. And on today's episode of Dad, I have a question, we're going to be asking this question. Is the U.S. going into a recession? Um, good question. So, I mean, I guess the, the, the obvious answer is nobody knows. Um, but there are some warning signs in the economy that experts are worried about. And um, the biggest warning sign, we, we talked a little bit about this the other day. Remember on the news... Like everyone was freaking out a couple days ago about something called the inverted yield curve. And so inverted means like flipped around, like, like upside down, exactly. So um, I'm like gonna... an inverted elephant would be like if you just have a picture of an elephant, you turn it upside down. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, so I'm going to explain what the inverted yield curve is and why it has a lot of economists thinking we're, we could potentially be going into a recession. Okay. So first of all, bonds. Okay. What are bonds? Do you remember what bonds are? The last name of James Bond. <laughs> what are bonds? Um, is a bond like a like a promise from the government that they'll pay that they'll pay you back? Exactly. Like like, a, like lending you money. Basically. Exactly. Exactly. Well, us lending the government money. So companies issue bonds. Like you can buy bonds uh, for Microsoft or bonds for you know General Electric or something. And in that case, that's the company that's a Microsoft borrowing money from people, um, and Microsoft pays an interest rate for that. But you can also buy bonds from the government, and that's when the government and borrows what, money from people. This is what we're more worried about, not really people buying Yeah, we're, we're going to focus on, on government bonds for this conversation, okay? And so the government issues bonds, which is how they pay for stuff. They pay for stuff really three ways. They collect taxes, they print money, and they issue bonds. And I guess they also collect some revenue at like national parks and stuff. But basically, those are like the three and a half ways that the government makes money, okay? And so bonds... Uh, is how they. Wait, you said you said taxes, right? Tax, yeah, taxes, bonds, selling bonds, and um, uh, and also printing money. Okay, so bonds. So the government issues bonds or government debt, and people and investors buy those bonds, and the government pays interest on it. Okay. Um, now you now there are different lengths of time for these different bonds. Meaning, like, let's say, um, uh, like a five-year bond. Like, like yeah. What, what do you think a five-year bond means? Um, that they have to pay back the money in five years. Exactly. Exactly. So there are really long-term bonds, like ten-year bonds or twenty-year bonds or something. How how long does it get potentially? Uh, I think the longest is like twenty-ish years, but actually, but is, is that like a cap or like a record? No, it's just like a record. It's just like a record. But they're so actually like, thinking. If I wanted to set like a hundred-year bond, technically, you could do it. Sure, and and a company could do it, but investors would have to believe that that company was still going to be around in 100 years to pay it. Yeah, so that actually is exactly, that gets to the point of the yield curve. So typically, the longer out the payment is, it's a, it's a higher interest rate. What, why would that be? Because they're more unsure of the future of the company. Exactly. So they want more money on it. Exactly. Or the future of the government. So like if, if I said, um, if, if the government said, hey, Spencer, I want to borrow $1,000 from you, but I'll pay you back in a week. I'd be like, well, it's pretty likely that the government is going to still be around in a week. So and it's pretty, I'm pretty sure that the, the company is not going to like Right, or the company that's issuing the bonds. It's, pr- it's pretty sure they'll be able to pay this back. So so I, I wouldn't require a lot of interest in order to encourage me to give them that loan to, to buy that if bond. if you require too much interest, they might not agree, which is why you have to charge it at a reasonable rate. That's right. Rate. So typically it's a, pretty, it's a pretty low interest rate. 
Um, but if they said, hey, I'll pay you back in 20 years, I'd be like, oh, I don't know, 20 years is far away. Maybe, so, maybe you'll go out of business, maybe you'll be a worse company, or maybe exactly. the government will be worse, you know. Exactly. So typically, interest rates on short-term bonds are lower than interest rates on long-term bonds. I was reading about a really good analogy that was used to explain to explain like how it's kind of like betting on like on the future of mm-hmm. the company. Go Can on. we talk more about that? Sure, yeah. So I think that article that you're referring to, we, we looked at, it was in the New York Times. I think it was Neil Irwin, who's the economics reporter of the New York Times, who does a good job trying to explain complicated concepts like this. And Wait. What? Who thought of the idea of explaining complicated concepts at a <laughs> more basic level? Yeah, exactly. He sort of stole our thing. But anyway, um, and, and he said um, it's sort of like um, a bet on a sports team. So if, if, you know, if you were betting, like, what is a sports team going to do this year? You know, are the Patriots going to win the, world, the Super Bowl? You wouldn't get that big a payoff for that bet because there's a lot really of likely it's pretty like a lot of information is already known about what's going to happen this season you know, Tom Brady's injured or he's not injured right you know? so like you pretty much know what's going to happen right but if it was will the Patriots win or who will win the Super Bowl 10 years from now well nobody really knows that maybe Tom Brady's going to be retired maybe he won't be retired maybe he'll be better than ever so it will be a bigger payoff for that bet and and, and that's explain payoff explain a payoff, payoff like if I bet a hundred dollars then maybe you know who's gonna win the Super Bowl 10 years from now maybe it would pay 10 to 1, meaning I make $1,000. But if I bet just for this year, maybe it only pays, you know, 0.5 to 1. So I bet $100 and I get make $150 back. So I only make $50. So it, typically on the longer term bet, it's a higher payoff. And that's the same concept as long term bonds. And so the, the, what the, they call that the yield curve, which is to say that if you imagine a graph where the horizontal axis is time. I'm sure you could find this on the internet. By Absolutely. The way. Just Google yeah. yield curve and you'll see it. The horizontal axis is time, time for the bond to mature. And the vertical axis is the interest rate. Typically, um, uh, that, that line goes up and to the right, meaning for a you know, 10-year bond, it's going to be a pretty high interest rate. And for a 10-day bond, it's going to be a pretty low interest rate. We used a graph like this in our supply and demand episode yes. talking about supply and demand. Exactly. You're right. Now, when they say the, the, the yield curve inverted, it means instead of that being a line... The elephant's upside down. <laughs> instead of it being a line that goes from, you know, from low to high, it is kind of flipped. It goes from high to low. So for a, for, it's super rare. It's funky. But short-term interest rates are actually higher than long-term interest rates. Because they don't trust the government now, but they think it'll get better later? Exactly. So it basically means that investors are kind of freaked out about the state of the economy right now. So they're saying, hey, government, if you want to borrow money from me, you have to pay me a higher interest rate than if you're going to pay me back 10 years from now. In other words- think it'll get better. Exactly. I'm worried about what's happening to the economy today, but I'm not that worried. Therefore, pay me a higher interest rate, but I'm not that worried in the long term. Therefore, pay me a lower interest rate for a longer term bond. And getting back to the beginning, having a really bad time now and going really bad in, as, a, as an economy and then getting better- is the description of a recession. Yes. So so throughout history, when the yield curve inverts, it typically predicts a recession. So that's why economists are concerned that the data that they're seeing right now in the bond market makes them think that perhaps we're going to have a recession. Now, the reasons that the economy is slowing and we're potentially having a recession are actually totally related to your tariff episode of this exact which podcast. Which you should go listen to. Which you should go listen to. And... In that tariff episode, we talked about a trade. Oh, sorry, it was called "What Is a Trade War?" 
We talked about trade war and tariffs, and basically what's happening right now is exactly what you predicted would happen. But trust me, there's a lot of news about this, so you can definitely learn more about and what's And happening. specifically, you said in the tariff episode, the trade war episode, you said, won't other countries retaliate if we raise tariffs? And that's what's happening. China and other countries are retaliating. They're raising their tariffs, and that's starting to slow economic activity. Which unfortunately, is hurting us more than it's hurting them because we have a lot. We have a lot of China products in our country. We do. It's probably also hurting them, but but we don't really know how much it's hurting them. But anyway, um, that's. Does that mean you think China may go into a recession or no? P- perhaps, but I'm less. You know, I'm I'm. I live in America, so I'm more worried about what happens to America. But but it's true, actually, that there are a lot of gl- global data points that are pointing towards a potentially a global recession. Oh, that's not good. Um, it's not good because of slowing economic activity, and the inverted yield curve is one thing that's that's pointing to that. Now, I'll give you one other bit of a mind-bender, Luke, which is that there are actually some um, coupon rates on government bonds for other countries Excuse me, that are now negative. What does that mean? It means that they um, get they don't they don't get paid money back. Exactly. They, they don't. Yeah. Money. Exactly. So so Germany, for Wait. example. So you should Google this if you're interested. I don't in this. get it. Google German um, uh, negative interest rates. Okay. So Germany is now selling bonds that you can buy. Let's say you buy a million dollar bond from Germany, and ten years from now they will pay you back less than a million dollars. The government. Now, why on earth would any investor? Do that. Why do you think they would do that? I, I don't understand at all. Do they think the economy is that bad right now? Yes. They, they Basically, they're so worried that they're like, you know what? I have, to, I have this million dollars, or in the case of pension funds or others, you know, it's, it's hundreds of billions of dollars. I have all this money. I have to do something with it. I'm really worried about the state of the world. The safest thing I can do is I can actually buy a bond from a government that I think isn't going to go out of business that will pay me back almost the entire amount in 10 years or so. But there's another reason why they're doing it, which is that um, they're betting that the value, the price of the bond will go up as interest rates go up because those those bonds fluctuate based on interest rates. So they're, they're basically saying that um, that the the value of that bond is going to increase over time. Anyway, this is more complicated than than we have to get into right now. So, do you think that there's hope of the U.S. not going into a recession? I do. If so, say why. Okay. Uh, I do think there's hope of the U.S. Uh, avoiding a recession. Um, hopefully, um, the trade war um, challenges between the U.S. and China dissipate, and we avoid a recession, and the economy continues to do very well, which it has for a very long time. But and in the there meantime... there have been signs of, some, of an inverted yield curve and us not having a recession? Uh, I don't think so. I think every time... The yield curve has inverted. It has accurately predicted a recession. At least that's what I believe I read. Let's be the exception. Let's hope that 2019 is the exception. Okay. Will you explain what is an inverted yield curve? An inverted yield curve is when investors are basically saying that work uh, is that the the investors are um, are saying that we think that they think the economy is very bad right now, but that it'll get better later. So they want more interest on short term on short term bonds because they think the bonds are really bad right now. But they think they'll get better later, so they're charging lower interest on long term. Exactly. Well explained. Thanks, everybody. Bye. See you later.